Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. Now, in our 16th season, with over 500 episodes in 17 countries, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, everybody, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Dr. Stephen Sidoroff, and we're going to talk about longevity today. And I think that's such an important topic, not only to live longer, but how to live longer and live well, because I think there's no point in sitting in a nursing home, you know, for 15 years waiting to die. We want to have radiant health. We want to have, you know, the, the best possible longevity with the best possible health. So, Sandra, hi. It's a pleasure to be here with you uh, and to talk about this subject that I think is really important for everybody. And exactly what you said is really the most important point. And we refer to exactly what you said as health span. Oh, health span. Health span is living as long as you can with optimal functioning. So the goal is to live as close to the end of your life, functioning optimally before the last stage of, of, of your life. And, you know, it's interesting about longevity. We, when we think about disease and the disease process and what causes heart disease, what causes cancer, really <laughs> the greatest uh, vulnerability to any of these diseases is aging. Right. And so if you slow the aging process, you slow the potential of all of the diseases that can kill you. That's so amazing. To be focused on longevity. Right. Now we're talking today with Dr. Steven Sidoroff, and you can check him out at drstevensidoroff.com. And then he does have a summit coming up called pathlongevity.com. And you guys, I encourage you guys to check those things out while we're talking about longevity. And I love that we're talking about ways that we can live longer with what you called as, you know, optimal health, you know, and actually, I think there's a, a, a movement that I see among my friends, mostly at the gym, we're trying to work on aging backwards, we're trying, you know, to correct some of the things that we've done, you know, over the first 4050 years of our life, so that the next 4050 years, you know, can have optimal health. And do you think that's reasonable? Definitely. It's never, the good news is that it's never too late to engage in healthy behaviors. And that's everything from what you put into your mouth, mm -hmm. exercise, to good sleep habits, to mindset, to resilience and how you deal with stress. They're all important in helping you slow the aging process and you can slow the aging process at any age. Wow. That's fascinating. Now, so let me ask you, you know, we talk about the role of, of, of sleep, of nutrition, of hydration, but also your thoughts, you know, you mentioned resilience, you mentioned, you know, that's, that doesn't have anything to do with what we put in our body. That's what we think. Right. It's what we think, 
It's how we deal with our emotions. Um, I like to think of our bodies as our instrument and how well your instrument is tuned determines how well your body ages. It determines how you fend off disease uh, because the more your body is tuned, the more your body is in a place of balance, better resilient, that determines how well your immune system functions. It determines how well your GI system functions. Dr. Sidoroff, I'm just going to jump in for a second here because now is a really good time to thank our sponsor. And our sponsor today is Ritual. And I want you guys to visit ritual.com slash military mom to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 plus to your subscription today. Now, we're talking today with Dr. Stephen Sidoroff about developing resilience in our mind, body, and spirit. And I want to talk to you guys today about why I choose Ritual and what I like about Essential for Women. 18 plus. First of all, it's a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 plus with high quality and traceable key ingredients in a clean, bioavailable form. Now, what this means is my body can use it. And with nine key nutrients in two capsules per day, there's this unique beadlet and oil that's even patented. Now, I have to tell you, when I take my vitamins, they're gross. They taste bad. They smell funny. This one has a minty essence in every bottle that keeps things fresh and helps me taking my multis every day actually enjoyable and it also is is things I can trust because if you're a skeptic like me you deserve a multivitamin that more than meets your standards and that's where ritual comes in you know no more shady business rituals essential for women 18 plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months so to take advantage of this offer and to check out their product line visit ritual.com slash military mom to Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. And Ritual is spelled R-I-T-U-A-L. That's ritual.com slash military mom to get 10% off during your first three months. We're talking with Dr. Stephen Sidoroff today about developing resilience in mind, body, and spirit. And Dr. Sidoroff, you have some interesting things to teach us about resilience. Resilience, how you deal with stress, how you think, your mindset. All of these things determine how well you handle all the, um, the challenges of life, whether they're virus or stress. Right, right. You know, and I, it's funny you say this because I'm thinking about, you know, when my mother died, my parents were married 60 years for the, the about the two to three years after my mother died. My father looked so old. He just looked so old, so drained, so he just looked terrible. And now, 13 years later, he's not remarried. He's living in my house. He's the picture of health, you know, and he's gotten through all the grieving, you know, the, the active grieving and, you know, things have changed. He's moved on to have different interests, you know, outside of my mother. Now, that doesn't mean he doesn't still miss her and love her, but the only thing that happened in the change of care in my father, because I took over my mother's role, I fed the food, I said, go to bed, you know, I did everything except the obvious roles that, you know, a daughter can't do that a mother does. Um, but realistically, it was like this Petri dish in my house of going, the only thing that changed was how my father related to the death of my mother. 
which is a feeling, which is a thought, because now my father, after having a stroke, he's lost a lot of his memory, his short-term memory. He's happy as a clam. He doesn't talk about missing my mother. He doesn't really, I don't think he really even thinks about her much because that part of his brain was damaged. And I look at his, his body and it looks so healthy, Dr. Sid. And the only thing that really changed was his thinking about my mother, thinking about my mother's death, missing my mother. You know, all these things were things happening within his own head. Yeah, it's interesting. I think there's sort of this, these two patterns. One pattern is when a when your partner of long standing dies, mm -hmm. such a blow that it sends you into a spiral and you follow very soon after. Yes. But if you recover from that, you can live uh, a long life after that. Right. And the change from, you know, when the act of grieving stopped, you know, where it was daily, you know, like daily trauma to less and less and less as time went on, I did watch his physiology change. And the like I said, with me taking over my mother's caregiving, you know, the food, the laundry, the the everything, keeping him busy, all this stuff. The only thing that really changed was his thoughts. And so your thoughts really can, you know, the emotions can really take a toll on your body. Definitely. The way we think uh, plays an important role in our health. The way we think directs which direction we go in. So like some people wake up in, in the morning and they, they think about what can go wrong in their day. Mm -hmm. Other people wake up in the morning, they think about what can go right. And that difference in the direction of your thinking translates into huge differences in the impact of the day and what it has on your body. Interesting. What can go wrong, you're mobilizing your stress response, and then you jump from one stress to another. If you look at what can go right, you if you're stressed, it, it becomes a different kind of stress. Hans Selye, the guy who coined the phrase stress for human behavior, referred to that as eustress as opposed to distress. Yes. Interesting. And then you have in your summit, you're talking, uh, your summit that's coming up, um, that's at the pathlongevity.com. You're talking to Bruce Lipton, who wrote the book Biology of Belief, which I read while I had cancer, because I thought I need to make changes not only in my diet, my nutrition, my hydration and my sleep, but I needed to change my thinking. Right. And I, that interview, that was a great interview with, with Bruce. And really talking about how our belief system translates right down to the cellular level. And that was one of the interesting facts in that conversation where he talked about how on, on the cellular level, there's the decision between defend and protect mm -hmm. or heal and grow. And on, a, on every level of our consciousness down to our very cellular level, we're always making that choice. And uh, Joe Dispenza, who we also interviewed for the for the summit, talked about how our thinking can actually be used to heal very serious physical 
symptoms and disabilities. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's amazing how we can mobilize our thinking, our emotions, and our behavior to support healthy development, but also the healing process. Right, and, the, and if we heal ourselves, if we, we use our thoughts to heal our bodies, I would imagine longevity would, would naturally occur as a byproduct. Right, yes, yeah. Wow, it's so fascinating, you know, Dr. Sidoroff, to think that, you know, it reminds me a little bit of Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz and her red shoes going, you know, my dear, you had the power all along. You just didn't mm -hmm. know it. And I think there's so many things to know about longevity. I mean, we know exercise is important. And, mm -hmm. you know, but we also know exercise positively affects the brain. Is this a brain thing or is this a whole body thing? It's a whole body thing. And, you know, when you talk about uh, Dorothy and clicking, clicking her heels and, and what that does, when we think positively, we actually trigger the release of different hormones than we think when we think negatively. Hmm. Not only that, but we train our brains to be sensitive in different ways. So if I'm always looking for what can go wrong, I'm actually sensitizing my brain to be more tuned in to what can go wrong. Right, to have this alert going on. It, it literally sensitizes the brain in that direction. Wow. Think about what can go positively, what can be happen positively, now I'm sensitizing the brain to focus on what can happen in a positive way. So it's amazing what the power of our minds can do. And one of the keys to resilience and managing stress is feeling like you are in control of your life and what goes on in your life. So this is a, another very basic decision and choice it starts out that it's not a choice or decision. We're guided by the lessons of our childhood. But at some point, uh, it's important to awaken to our own power and that we can make independent choices of, of what we learned growing up, the conditioning and the habit patterns of what we learned. Well, yeah, because what we learned in sixth grade might not be effective at 25. Right, and usually is not. And so if we live our lives where we are um, hoping that people respond in a certain way and our feelings and how we react is determined by the outside world, we become the victims of our environment. So it's very important in terms of resilience and longevity to take back that control, own that control, and always be engaging with the world from the perspective of, okay, this is a challenge. How do I bring myself, raise myself to this challenge and handle this challenge? Mm -hmm. But I think there's got to be some core changes made in the person, even even to get to that point. Like I remember, you know, my time spent working with you, and I had this aha moment that was my thoughts are my choice. 
you know, who would have thought, you know, you just think like, oh, you know, I'm a victim of my thoughts or whatever my thoughts come in, you know, and when I learned to meditate, I learned to control my thinking, I learned to choose my thoughts, choose my reactions, you know, it still didn't mean I didn't hurt because something happened to me, but how I chose to respond to it was such a different experience and i think i got that from your book the path you know and dr steven mm -hmm. sitteroff has a book you know called the path the nine pillars what is it mastering the nine pillars of resilience and success yes that's something you guys should check out on amazon dr steven sitteroff i mean that book really helped me a lot to understand what was in my control and what was not and mm -hmm. instead of stressing over the things i couldn't control i could focus that whether it was a nervous anxious or even hurt or upset energy into something positive i didn't know that was a choice that wasn't something that was taught in my family i don't think most families are taught that i don't think they teach it in school you know but so i'm 40 years old and i first learn i'm in charge of my own thoughts who knew well most people continue in the patterns established from their childhood unconsciously and it's Really, for most of us, it's usually when something happens in our lives that's so overwhelming that we become we come face to face with the fact that there's something wrong with the way we're dealing with things. Yes. And it and it forces us to wake up. Yes. Great if we decide to wake up on our own without getting to that low point that sort of forces us to, you know, and, and in addictions, they talk about how you have to hit rock bottom. And it, and the reason is that for some people, they have to be hit, oh, you have to be hit over the head before you go, oh, maybe I have to do this differently. Right. I think most of us truly, Yeah. you know, when yeah. I look at myself, you know, I look at my family, I look at my friends, you know, we call it the cosmic gobsmack, <laughs> you right. know, You've got to have something that knocks you off your game so completely that you start going, okay, I need to do this differently and I need to build my life differently. Yes, exactly. You know, so when I think of your summit coming up, I think of, you know, all the different tools that you could learn to think differently, to live differently in a way that supports you know, longevity and, and optimal health. And when you were talking about, you know, how our thoughts, you know, affect our cells down to the absolute, you know, cell, you know, the tiny level, I was thinking about cleaning my kitchen. When you clean your kitchen, do you put bleach on it that kills everything? Or do you sprinkle sugar around that helps everything grow? So what mm -hmm. are you growing in your kitchen, you know, on your kitchen counters versus what are you growing in your body? Yes. You know, you got sugar thoughts or you got, you know, bleach thoughts and, um, <laughs> you know, you know, it's kind of a, a, you know, very rudimentary way to think about it, but there's some truth in if we poured bleach into our body versus sugar into our body, what would we do to our insides? That's basically our thoughts. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad you mentioned sugar because mm -hmm. um, we're learning more and more. Although this lesson has been around for a while, but we're learning more and more how harmful sugar is, how toxic sugar is to our bodies, and 
unfortunately, we get so much um, promotion and advertising of all of these foods that are just full of sugar and other other products that turn into sugar. And, you know, people are not discriminating enough in terms of uh, what they purchase and what they eat. Right. Well, and you look at what are every every holiday, you know, I call uh, when we get into the, the winter holidays, it's sugar season, you know, and sugar mm. season starts with Halloween and it ends pretty much with Passover, Easter, you know, everybody's got celebrations of, of sweets, you know, to to, you know, for whatever reason, whatever your belief system is, a lot right. of it now is celebrated with sugar or sugary That's treats. That's true. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting. It is. It is. So it's longevity is covers all areas because it's about how to get your body functioning optimally. So, for example, one of the things that I've adopted in my own life is um, I eat within an eight hour window. So I don't eat. I don't start eating until 12 o'clock noon. And then I finish eating at 8 p.m. And when you do that, when you don't eat for 16 hours, um, the body engages in, in some very important and helpful cleanup processes in which they literally eat all of the bad uh, cells in, in the body or um, proteins in the body. And it, it actually facilitates longevity. Is that the autophagy? It's part of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I started that with my dad after he had a stroke. You know, doctor said, you remember he had a stroke last February. Yes. He was yeah. fully in a wheelchair, couldn't walk, couldn't stand, couldn't do anything. Now he's a year later, he's going up and down. Uh, he can do two to three flights of stairs. You know, his memory still has a little bit of challenge to it. But physically, he can swim in the pool. He's not stuck in a wheelchair or a walker anymore. And one of the things that when I was doing all this research on how to help my dad, we did change his nutrition, but we also changed what we called his feeding window. And so now we're doing as a family. We all eat between 12 and 6 or 12 and 8, you know, as nice. much as we can with school sports right. and all the other things we have. Sure. But what a difference it made in his healing process. That's great. That's great. Well, you're you're on top of it all. <laughs> well, I had a good teacher, Doctor Sid. I you know <laughs> I had a good teacher with you. But I do think that there is something to be said. You know, my father's eighty nine, going to be ninety, and I don't know many ninety year olds that can go two flights of stairs. Right. You know, so there's something to be said about clean hydration. You know, getting adequate sleep. You know, changing your thoughts. You know, we watch he we watches funny movies, funny TVs. I've taken news off. I've taken anything negative off. He only gets you know, even if it's Hogan's Heroes, you know, up to modern day comedy. But everything in his world is happy and you know joyful. It makes a big difference. That's fantastic. That's you know, because at 89, what is he going to do? Doctor said he's not going to change the politics. He's not going to solve the war in the Ukraine. He's not going to fix the broken fiscal system in the United States. So why would he why would I feed him that in his brain? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
you know, so it's kind of like my own little social experiment over here, but I can <laughs> tell you, you know, that when I looked through your, your upcoming summit and I saw, you know, all these different thought leaders, you know, like Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton. I mean, there's a, you know, there's a whole list of these people that you're interviewing. These are all the people I studied, the people I, you know, looked through their books or bought their books and read their books and tried to take you know, the best of the best out of it. And I think it's amazing that you're bringing all of these people together in a summit that someone can sign up for. I mean, that's just really great. Yeah. And it's free. And it's free. Right. So why not? Why not? So if you guys are interested into that, go to Longevity Path. Path, path Longevity. Pathlongevity.com. And that's P-A-T-H. That's right. P-A-T-H, pathlongevity.com. And if you like who you listen to today, his name is Dr. Steven Sidoroff, one of my favorite people in the world. I want you guys to go to Amazon and check out his book. And Sidoroff is spelled S-I-D-E-R-O-F-F, Dr. Steven Sidoroff. I want to thank you for being my guest today. You guys go ahead and sign up for that free longevity at pathlongevity.com. We'll see you again soon. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks for tuning in to Military Mom Talk Radio. Want more information? Check us out at militarymomtalkradio.com or Find us on iTunes for more than 500 free episodes. Drop us an email or find us on Facebook. We are looking forward to another great discussion. We hope you'll join us on Military Mom Talk Radio.